You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! E3 is dead, and Jeff Keeley killed it. And welcome to Podcast PXN episode 140. I am one of your hosts, your favorite Portland Mexican ISO Christian, Christian Macias, and I'm joined over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan, not in Kentucky, Daniel Prindle. Hello, I'm in Florida. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, also, I'm sorry. I don't know. The Nintendo aficionado, Roro. Hello, Yahoo. I'm happy to be here. And one half of the Men Engage podcast, Gage Dempster, a.k.a. at Gilbo Biggins. Hola. For you visual folks, there's it looks this, the podcast looks a bit different today. I'm running it on my PC, so different layout. It's Everything is on the fly right now. I think I'm running the show correctly. Everything looks good on my end. But if anything happens, you know, you know why Dan is not at the helm. This man <laughs> runs a tight ship and I'm just, I'm flying, dude. So there you have it. Otherwise, thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just there as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search podcast PXN on twitch.tv slash podcast PXN and on Twitter as well. The topic of the show this week is our Summer Games 2022 showcase recap. But first, the show always starts with the PXN news of the week. So let's go ahead and jump right in fellas today okay i'm gonna go switch hold on let's switch documents okay today small amount of quick bites just the essentials because we have a meaty massive ginormous yes. topic of the show so we got the extras and premium tiers later oh <laughs> i like it oh yeah thank you, thank you, thank you. actually you know what <laughs> why not why not start with that speaking of which the new ps plus has launched uh, as of june 13th monday uh, and it is, it is the tier system. You have the essential, extra, and premium tiers. I have the premium. I can talk a little bit more about the premium tier once we get into what you got for me. Otherwise, uh, yeah, new service is up now. If you have it, hope you enjoy it. If not, dang, that sucks. <laughs> Moving on, Xbox is partnering up with Samsung to launch an Xbox TV app, allowing Game Pass Ultimate subscribers to access their library on Samsung smart TVs, and that is out June 30th, so soon, and apparently, according to people who tried it at Summer Games Fest, uh, it works pretty dang well, so that is awesome that you don't even need a console now, just the TV and a peripheral, and you can play your Xbox games on the TV. Very cool stuff. Wild. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I, I actually, my, well, my mom has a smart, a Samsung smart TV, so I'm excited to give this a shot. That'll be fun. Ooh. And their most recent uh, cloud update that they did for Xbox Cloud streaming is so much better than it used to be as well. So, like, the latency is so much better. So, it's very cool that it actually works well. Does anybody here have a Samsung TV at home? Like, just aside from... Okay. Are you, will you try it out, Gage? I don't know yeah, if you have a or not. Uh, I do. I'll, I'll try it out for the... Um, just to see how it works. But, I mean, I, I have really good internet, so I figured i just keep downloading things. Yeah, but sure. This is really, like you said, it's really cool. Like the barrier, t- the barrier of entry is really low now. Like you just need a controller and a TV, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Moving on, this comes from Bloomberg. God of War supposedly still slated for November. Official date will be revealed at the end of the month. At its own state of play? Question mark? Question mark? We will see. It feels like I'm getting whiplash. Tw- like twice a week, there's a new God of War release date, and it's either in 2022 <laughs> or 2023. So we'll see. It's coming. Um, has Sony ever had two stated plays in one month? No. Well, there might have been one. Because I remember they did one where they announced a Last of Us state of play. And I think that was like two or three weeks later. And I just based on timing, it could have been the next month. 
but it wasn't okay. like four weeks later, if I remember right. I was going to say, if, yeah, if we're coming up on this, um, then, uh, yeah, I have no idea because that, that state of play was, what, June 5th that just happened or June 2nd? So Yeah, for Sweden. Um, we also still don't have a date for um, Uncharted uh, uh, on PC, which is interesting because that was announced. That was announced before God of War was announced and released for PC, and before Spider Man was announced for PC, and before Last of Us was announced for PC, and we still don't have a release date. So I'm wondering what's going on with that. So that'll be interesting to see when we get all this news. Could be Naughty Dog if if they're the ones that are helming it, just kind of busy with all their projects that they just haven't, you know. Yeah. optimized it yet but yeah who knows that's a good yeah i didn't know it was it wasn't out yet so thank you for that anyway uh the assassin's creed showcase i don't know i don't know what happened honestly i didn't i didn't watch but people that did watch the future of assassin's creed will be revealed this september uh nothing yet but you can if you're a fan of the assassin's creed franchise you can look forward to uh what's coming next with ac this september I mean, oh, okay. I'm on. a huge fan. Yeah, not me. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Assassin's Creed, but it's just like I don't know. I I'm not that optimistic about what Assassin's Creed's going to be turning into with a live service aspect. So I guess we'll see. It already feels like a live service game, and it's not. So the fact sure. that they're turning it into one is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very also very weird to have a stream and then be like, tune in late Next in a few time. months for you know yeah. what we're actually going to show off. So I don't know. Speaking of weird things, because we, we had a good discussion about this. Fallout 5, according to Todd Howard, is the next game after The Elder Scrolls 6. And at first, I, I texted the, the group chat saying, this is kind of a weird announcement. And then Gage was like, well, technically, it's not really an announcement, right? It's just like them confirming that they are going to be working on this after The Elder Scrolls 6. So I think I fall on that. I don't think it's quite an announcement, even though it is confirmation. Like an announcement is like that Elder Scrolls, like, here it is. It's an actual thing that's real and we're right. working on it. But yeah, th- I mean... It's going to be a long time until you get Fallout 5, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you were, you were definitely correct in saying that it's semantics, because it is. It's just, I don't know, I saw a lot of places like IGN and GameSpot tweeting out, you know, this big thing, Todd Howard announces Fallout 5, and I was like, what? Well, he was just answering a, a, a one question in, this, in a series of questions about Starfield, so it kind of felt like people were taking it and running with it, mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't Some... really feel like it was meant to be an announcement. I feel like it was just more so somebody saying... What's what are you working on after? And he's like, well, you know, we got uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Six after this, and then followed after that. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, it's cool to get confirmation. I kind of figured that that this was coming because that usually seems to be their sort of output is Elder Scrolls follow, Elder Scrolls follow. So um, I'm excited, but you know, we'll probably be playing yeah. it in an actual apocalypse, which is unfortunate. But... Dude, that yeah. is harrowing to say, but you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> and and like they didn't like Todd didn't announce this or whatever like you were saying Gage but like I feel like it's very similar to them coming out and saying Elder Scrolls 6 is coming after Starfield you know what was that three or four years ago because that game's still four or five years away from now even so right uh, it's really kind of you know in the same boat as that like fans I think of those franchises just want to know like hey is this coming uh at some point and they just want to feel good when they go to bed at night knowing that the next mainline fallout is coming it's just gonna right. yeah it's gonna be after 2030 probably yeah which is yeah. wild that is that so is insane to, to say but yeah i mean that's just how long games take take to make now right yep 
last quick bite here. This comes from Deadline Grand Tour, because we were talking about this uh, last week, I think. Uh, but as a TV show, instead, now Gran Turismo film coming August 11th, 2023, directed still by Neil Blomkamp. Based on a true story, the plot centers around a teenage Gran Turismo player on PlayStation becoming an actual professional race car driver. Uh, and let me tell you guys. I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> Why? Because it's Neil Blomkamp. And that is the only reason. Hell he yeah. directed Fast and Furious movies? Did he? No. No. Oh, District Nine. Are completely different? Okay. District Nine was Chappie. Those are okay. I know what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about or, a completely or different movie. Those announced. Halo Landfall, which was the greatest live action uh, advertisement oh, for a Halo game. Better than the show? Oh yeah, yeah, infinitely, infinitely better. I was wait- I was waiting for Dan to be yeah. a hater of Neil. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. No, here, but... no, no. I love the Landfall stuff. Yeah, Neil Blomkamp's great. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say this is um, it's funny we're all talking about like what what could this possibly be for some reason this plot line didn't actually I didn't consider this and and I'm, I feel like this is actually a decent idea like we yes. were all kind of joking around where it's like what would a Gran Turismo movie even be like but I'm like you know this is kind of like interesting like it'll be interesting to see how this works and I mean his photorealistic uh, visual effects company that he owns and runs like I'm sure this this movie is going to look awesome. Yeah. And I remember them doing this, I think it was like 2016 or 15 when they were, I think it was GT Sport when they were doing this stuff, like the winner of the GT Sport like tournament would then go on to race like actual uh, professional race cars. And then like, I think they turned into an actual race car driver. I, I don't quite remember the, the full storyline, but like I tuned in when they were still doing like the GT Sport stuff tournament with PlayStation. Like that was cool on its own, turning into actual movie, like an hour 40 action film could be very cool. Action drama. I don't know. Yeah. All they got, all he, all he's got to do is dodge the cringe element, right? Like, I don't want to hear the word "gamer" said eight times a sentence. Yeah. But if he can, if he can dodge that, I feel like there's a. This is totally like right for success. I think. Everybody, show me their tongues, real quick. <laughs> it's time to lay out that meat, that street meat. We got a few items for you. Some, some. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Some rumors across the web. A new. A, <laughs> According to Alana Pierce on a recent stream, a new Nintendo Direct is happening on June 29th. Uh, and this is from, from her words. Uh, I'm sorry, this is from Video Game Chronicle. Pierce's comments match with what VGC has been told that Nintendo is planning a Direct later this month. So whether it's actually not on, whether it actually is or not on the 29th, we'll wait and see. But it looks like there is one coming at the end of the month. Hope so. Got that Bayonetta 3 release date. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of actually Nintendo, uh, on our last two episodes, we were doing predictions for all the summer showcases, and we also did some for Nintendo. So I don't think we're going to do um, kind of our tally, our, our post-mortem of the showcases until after the Nintendo one, and then we can tally our points and see see one, if that sounds Gucci. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Ro, you've got some meat for me. And it's oh, yes. on fire. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Whoa. That's, fire that's album. Yes. In the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of the tallies <laughs> and our and our points, uh, I, I'm kind of mad at myself for not predicting this one. Like, of course, a new fire album sh- uh, should be on the way right about now, and that is exactly the mute that I've got for you guys. Apparently, the next fire album has <laughs> has leaked. Some screenshots have been. Re- re- 
released, not released, well, leaked on, on Twitter and other cre credible in huge quotations <laughs> sources. But uh, yeah, we got a, a screen with the Fire Emblem character. It's all in Japanese, so I can't really read it. But uh, the leaked uh, information says that you might be able to summon older Final Fantasy or Fire Emblem characters from past games. Uh, apparently, it's a collaboration between Intelligent Systems, which usually makes these games, Koei, uh, Tecmo, hmm. and Gust. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've been a fan of Final Fantasy. I keep saying Final Fantasy because I'm excited for the stream, but Finer Emblem uh, since like the 3DS game. So I'm not really a, a, a hardcore fan, but I have fallen in love with them recently. So I'm excited for the new one. So I hope these are true. The screenshots don't really do anything for me, but I, I'm just excited for a new Fire Emblem game. Heck yeah. yeah. I don't play Is Fire this Emblem. correct? Is this correct? I've always heard that Fire Emblem is like the like more classic Final Fantasy style of gameplay, whereas Final Fantasy's kind of diverged into something else now. Is that more right? Action. Uh it's yeah. definitely kept its like strategic elements as as opposed to Final Fantasy where it's moved more action. Uh, but yeah. It has a turn based fighting still, but it's it's more like more advanced wars than Final Fantasy. Gotcha. More, more Final Fantasy tactics than Final Fantasy. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Final Fantasy, tomorrow Ooh. is a Square Enix showcase, and they've been hyping this thing up for days. People, like, I forget who from, uh, I think the director of Final Fantasy VII Remake um, 2 was saying, everybody, record your reactions to the stream. Uh, and the voice actors for Final Fantasy VII, um, were uh even like quote tweeting it like tune in tune in so the the signs are there it's post it's pointing towards remake to being announced tomorrow but there was something else a mm. leak if you will from the snitch again from last week who posted a picture of a supposed crisis core remaster that is supposed to be announced tomorrow so you ff7 crisis core fans are in for a treat if this is indeed true and it seems like Seems like it might be. Um, Christian, if you don't mind, I actually just saw something else that we might want to throw in a street. Oh, tell me. Give me that meat. I'm going to give you the meat. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pixels is a third-party um, website that tracks uh, upcoming games and release dates and stuff like that, similar to Open Critic, where it's um, very reputable, but it's, it's it's separate from all the big companies. It's just its, its own sort of open-source type thing. Um, it, act, it just leaked um uncharted legacy of thieves collection on pc for june 20th and then quickly got rid of that so it was mm. up for a second people screen grabbed it so this is interesting um june 20th i mean today's the what today's the 15th 16th yep yep, yep. 15th yeah i wonder if i wonder if we're gonna get a, a blog post maybe or something i don't know but uh a lot of people are pointing to this um tom henderson pointed it out so i don't know if that's sort of like a you know, if he see if he's taking it seriously, then maybe it should be taken seriously. But maybe Uncharted is uh, imminent on PC. Crazy timing! Like we were just—I mean, you were just talking just, about yeah. it, <laughs> right? Yeah. So there you have it. There you have it. That's the end of the meet. So sad. Everybody, wash your hands. <laughs> Let's move into news of the week. And again, we have one news item, but it's filled with a lot of micro items. Uh, a mini showcase appetizer to wet your palate for the. Topic of the show later. Uh, the Capcom showcase was yesterday, two days ago. When was it? What is time? I think it was yesterday. 
It happened earlier this week. Yeah, I and in it, we got we got news and a lot of stuff. So I'm gonna break it down for you. And I'm just gonna rattle off. I guess I don't know if uh, how you can stop me. Okay. Okay. A Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak gets a demo, uh, and it is out now. As of yesterday, you can go play the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak demo. Good. <laughs> Good. Cool. It's gonna uh, be a great game. We also saw more. Well. Yeah, I think I agree. People like uh, Monster Hunter Rise, so Dan, yes. I agree. is it on your your thing? Yep. The uh, the, the DLC. I is hope on it's a stinker. Yeah. Or the expansion. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's a stinker. He says. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of stinkers, I don't actually. I don't know. Uh, Exo Primal we got a new look at it. Uh, it ran a little weird on stream, and it could be because of one the stream was being a bit weird on my end. But it's also it's an it's an alpha build. However, a closed network test was announced for Excel Primal. I didn't get the date for it. So I apologize, but that's incoming. If you're interested in Excel Primal, look it up because a, a network test is on the way. Moving on, this is a little bit weird. Um, an announcement of an announcement. But a Dragon's Dogma celebration video is scheduled in the next coming days. So if you're a Dragon's Dogma fan, look forward to uh, an announcement soon on the future of the series in the next coming days. Here we go. This is This is the good stuff right here. Here was the Resident Evil Bang Bang that we were all waiting for, eh? Resident Evil Village <laughs> DLC. No, I'm. So, I come on, man. Don't laugh. I'm being <laughs> Dan, take it seriously. Yeah. Resident <laughs> Evil here. Come Grow on. Up. <laughs> yeah. all right. uh, Resident Evil Village DLC has been revealed. It is named Shadows of Rose. Spoilers, I suppose, for Resident Evil Village. And and oh, it's also getting a third person mode. Because Shadows of Rose is in third person, and now you can play the entirety of Village in third person with all new animations uh, for Ethan Winters and uh, the people you fight against. So, very cool stuff. That's kind of exciting. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I, I love... As, sorry, go ahead. I love third person Resident Evil. I think it's... Oh, my. I think when the series is at its best in third person. However, I think the way this game was designed, specifically Village... The beginning sections of Village, I think, are better in first person because of how it looks and how those levels are, are designed. I think it's better to experience in first person. I'm thinking of the house, Lady Dimitrescu, uh, Castle Dimitrescu, uh, you know, entering a doorway and seeing how huge she is. Insane. Uh, that works better in first person. And of course, the house Beniviento, uh, which if you haven't played that section, is insane. Still. Yes. I was just going to echo the same thing, Christian. I love third person Resident Evil. Yeah, I, do. Are, do you play Resident Evil? I don't know. How dare you? I don't <laughs> I know. Played, I played literally every Resident Evil except for the first one. The first one, I've never even the remake of the first one. I still it was more of a remaster, and I was not yeah. too yeah high yeah, on I it. Mean, so Dan was probably in college when the first one came out, so obviously he's played <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Gage, Dan probably worked I would on have, it. I would have words for you here, but I can't say those words because exactly, of here. Yeah. exactly. I'm gonna Taking have advantage of your situation right now. You know yeah, what? Exactly. I'm gonna out myself as an old person too, older. You know, like mm -hmm. I ha I used to have Duck Hunt. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> we also got to look at Resident Evil Four remake. Uh, not enough, in my opinion. Like it was very no. short. Like why? Why would you say look forward to more Resident Evil Four and then you show like I don't know maybe like a minute and a half more of 
either way, it's looking very good. We got to hear a little bit of a Spanish accent in there, so uh, maybe a little bit of the campiness still remains, right? That that classic camp from original before, what, what, like what makes it so beloved. Part of what makes it so beloved still might be in its DNA, but it's looking really, really good. The atmosphere is is dark and spooky, and it, yeah, I can't wait. Okay. Yes. I, I apparently yeah. everyone else is like whatever. <laughs> no, I love Resident Evil Four. And yeah, I'm, clearly. I'm very excited for this. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've already echoed this so many times. I don't want to sound like uh, an echo chamber, but literally, you know, yes. Resident Evil Four is my favorite Resident Evil game, so I'm very yeah. excited for this. Still, I'm, I, I'm in the I'm in the same exact boat. Resident Evil Four is, is I think, the best one, and I it's been teased for so I long. Disagree. We talked about it for so long. I mean, which one? Resident Evil Resident Evil Two Remake actually two maybe is, remake. Yeah, yeah, to remake that's fair but good. that's the thing yeah. to right now it's to remake versus the original four so sure. maybe four remake you know will dethrone that but well and yeah the, the other thing is, is like if you're comparing two remake to four which is like a what 15 year old game at this point or uh, i don't remember exactly when it came out obviously the two remake holds up a lot better than sure. you know the original four so yeah but four still holds up really well as well yeah and uh, i've been playing more the of it team. on pc What's up? The tank controls are a little bit. It's not still tank controls necessarily. Isn't it? For Leon? <laughs> for Leon? It's, it's, it's tank. It's, it's, He's a tanky boy. He's a tanky boy. Uh, yeah, it's it's stiff. I'll give you that. He's stiff. He is. Leon is stiff in that. He is very stiff. But, like, that's the Resident Evil charm, you know, from the, be- yeah. the beginning right. games. Yeah. Right. But speaking of two remake resident evil 2 remake 3 remake and 7 are getting next gen patches and they are out as of whenever this showcase was uh it includes 4k output uh, a high frame rate option as well ray tracing and 3d audio and you can update those uh, for ps5 and xbox series consoles for free pc that patch is available to download right now um and i thought about it i thought about replaying uh 2 remake on the spot this is this is incredible. Let's go! Yeah, I'm get up. <laughs> as, is that better for you? This that's worse. <laughs> as the, as the PC representative, I need to, I need to throw this out there because this just broke like an hour ago. Um, if you're on PC and you update to these new ones, you cannot go back and play the unenhanced version. And the that doesn't sound like a big deal, except for that this new enhanced version of these games actually raises the minimum requirements. Uh, for your PC. So if you're somebody who's Ooh. just able to play it now, um, hopefully you have auto-update turned off, because if not, you're screwed, and you can't do anything about it. But if you have auto-updates turned off, maybe don't update just yet if you are not sure that you can run the new versions. I don't know why Capcom <laughs> is taking rid of the getting rid of the old ones. It seems like a really bad idea, but hopefully this will be solved. But something to point out for people that are playing on lower-scale, um, or sort of not, you know, super high-end PCs, is that once you upgrade to this to this next gen enhanced version, you cannot go back to the old version. See, so Dan, something to keep in mind. Dan, this is the kind of critical insight I'm looking for when I say things on the podcast. Like, Gage, what a thoughtful and response, you know, advising people about yeah, it. Thank you. Know thank what? you. Thank it's you. a tough Christian. It's a tough job, but somebody's well, got to do it. You know. What What would be cool is if Steam and the PC libraries did something, and this isn't a joke. This is me being serious. Something <laughs> to smart delivery because, like. If Steam can recognize your machine and say, hey, this person has a, a 1080 Ti or whatever, 
and they recognize your PC is not powerful enough, they should just deliver you the game that, you know, is for your your platform. I don't know. No, no, no. This, yeah. this has to do with Capcom, like, delisting the old one. It's kind of like when, oh, I know. When, when GTA Definitive Trilogy came out and they got rid of the old ones. That's what's happening here. I know. I just I just feel like, like, that sucks. It, it's an up, it's a higher, you know, fidelity version or whatever. So it, you, it would it would make sense if they kept both. I'm just thinking that like if steam had a feature in there where they could say hey this platform can only run this version of the game so let's just keep this version on there not update to this new version i don't know that's just a random thought i had i I love pc gaming but this is some of the woes that comes with it man yeah very true i was playing re4 hd project with the with the mods right and uh, i had messed up i had apparently something messed up with one of the mods and and then all the like models were like disgusting mannequins like with no textures on them and i'm like well what were you trying to mod them into christian no i used i used the <laughs> hd project okay mm-hmm. sure yeah yeah just high like definitions. like 7k high definition <laughs> okay the only game that i legit like installed mods for to, to be like you know promiscuous was uh left for dead and why it, what it's, <laughs> it's cool man like you of know the, all the games it was awesome. Yeah, like I'm, I'm playing as anime characters, and like Shrek is like one of the people, like the the, the the big zombies. The witch was like Thomas the the tank engine. You can hear it like from far away. What? I've seen those videos. That's terrifying. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to this random mod I saw. I didn't download it because I'm just I, I'm lame. I like to download immersive mods, but somebody made made a mod where the tank in Left 4 Dead is Terry Crews from the Old Spice commercials, and he yells power every time he comes at you. Oh my god. I saw that, and I was like, I'm not downloading that, but that's amazing. That's brilliant. So, shout out to Left 4 Dead mods. Probably the best modding community of any game ever. I think Rose is the best mod of any game ever. That's that's fair. Thank you. I noticed that, unless you're about to bring it up, Christian, but I noticed there's there's an omission here from the Resident Evil section. I understand. I what think I you. Oh. I mean, Capcom, Capcom also forgot about this game, <laughs> but oh, Resident I Re- it. Resident Evil Reverse, that multiplayer game. Was yeah, Mercenaries. Yeah, no, no, is it called Mercenaries? Reverse. If it, if oh, mercenaries, is it different? I think it's different. Is it not? Reverse is the Resident one Evil Verse. It's all the different characters, and it's like a multiplayer yeah. deathmatch. That's one that I'm thinking of. I don't know yeah. what Mercenaries is. Mercenaries is a mode in Village where it's like a wave horde mode. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, um, I just I just thought it was funny because I think wasn't that mode supposed to release with Resident Evil Seven? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Thank you, Ro, for keeping me in check. Yes, if you're a fan of Reverse, uh, <laughs> check that out. No I, I also skipped over uh, Mercenaries content that came out of the showcase. Um, you, there are new playable characters from Village. Uh, you can now play as Dimitrescu, uh, Heisenberg, um, other characters. So if you're a Mercenaries fan. You know what I'm going to do, Christian? I'm going to play as Lady Dimitrescu. I'm going to crank the field of view. I'm going to look down. You're disgusting, dude. (laughs) 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 Everyone everyone keeps thinking that I'm a Lady Dimitrescu fan. Like, oh, I know why you played that game or why you want to play it in VR. And I have to correct everyone. No, I'm a fan of the daughters. I have zero sympathy. You get the reputation that you earned, Christian. (laughs) You have earned this <laughs> reputation. <laughs> anyway, let's I'll move admit. on. Let's move on our fantasy uh, critic draft ch- check-in. 
uh, a new game coming out tomorrow on Game Pass. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is getting incredible reviews across the board. I think it's in the high 80s. What? What's that? I'm laughing at Gage's reaction. Oh, did Gage count? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll find yeah. out in a second. We'll find out in a second here. Roe picked it as one of his games on his draft. Uh, let's see if the points have... Yes, they have. Here we go. So far at an 87 on Open Critics, so you're going to get some 17 <laughs> points, my man. Which means let's Gage, go. apparently, is going to get a negative 17. Why yeah. would you counterpick this? I don't know. Panic <laughs> the time. I did this months ago. I don't know, dude. I mean, let's just let's take a look at gauges. Uh, I'm gonna to... be like Amber Heard, like my my net worth for points is gonna be like no. in the negative now. No. I'm gonna be like negative negative twelve points in the, by the end of this thing. Gauges uh, picks has three counter picks from his games, uh, and so far one, two, three games that will not release this year. Only three? I feel like it's way more than that. Uh, replaced Last of Us Factions 2 and where's the other one down there Redfall all I've shifted oh, maybe it is only three okay mm-hmm. that's not bad you're gonna get you're great. gonna get some points on the board soon Stray's coming out next month we'll see yeah anyway sucks to be you it does it really does it's not great uh, Ro apparently also has another game coming out next week June 24th AI The Somnium Files nirvana initiative what a name that is gonna bang i am very confident that that's gonna get me some points too i wish i were the game i would love to bang Ooh, what this is gonna bang bro. <laughs> oh. God. Oh. Uh, and we have some more games in the rest of june i have cuphead the delicious last course coming out june 30th also a game test uh, and then dan monster hunter rise sunbreak <laughs> yes my favorite game ever i'll never play it <laughs> speaking of games guys what you got for me i don't know you deleted my answer oh were oh, you writing them down mm-hmm. i i thought that was from last week so i deleted everyone's answers i'm sorry <laughs> mine was from last week because uh yeah i have been on vacation so i just been playing halo infinite to get my challenges on my series s yeah, that's it. Yeah, that is very infinite to get my challenges on my. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I, it, I just stopped talking. <laughs> I opened up a new tab and then just stopped. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about it being right next to your bed, but anyway, it is. It's right there for all the podcast listeners. And then there's my Can niece on the bed watching the podcast. Incredible! Incredible! Yes. I forgot she was here, so I apologize for it. I don't know what well, I She said. can't hear. She okay, can't nice. Hear. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. I've got AirPods in, so yeah. we're good. Ro, anything yes, uh, Anything back to report? Yes. Yes, I do. I, 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 I teased you guys on the podcast, or not the podcast, on Summer Games Fest. I said, you guys are going to be super proud of me for the game that I've been playing. And it was really hard oh, to yeah. not to keep it in just now when we were talking about Resident Evil, because I am playing Resident Evil 4 on the PC what? right now. Yes. What? Did, you know. did you get HD project or just the- I scan? did not, just a regular one, yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know about this HD project thing, which I I would have I would have done if I had known about it. Uh, but knowing my laptop, I probably wouldn't have run it properly. But anyways, Resident Evil 4 is awesome so far. I'm not that deep into it. 
it is campy. And those those are tank controls, Christian. Aren't they? Are they not? They are. I, I don't like, think of it as tank. He plays more stiff, but like I'm not having to like stop and then move and then to go forward. You know what I mean? Like I, I can strafe a little bit. Okay. Okay. The, the the thing that I'm that's hard for me, just like obviously it's an older game, is having to stop and and aim and not being able to move while I'm aiming the gun. Yeah. I'm like this is so weird, but I, I get it. For like I'm I'm starting to get into the flow of it. it like it, it's making more sense as it goes along. And yeah. But I'm I'm really enjoying it. I love the dialogue. Super campy, as you guys were mentioning before. I love it. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great game. I'm excited to find out why it's the best Resident Evil game. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to keep playing. I, I haven't been scared yet. I'm not. I'm, oh, wow, I know you yeah. guys. You guys are always telling me that this is like the more actiony ver- version of Resident Evil, not as creepy as the other entries. So that's kind of why I went for it as well. Yeah. But yeah, having a good time so far. So I'm excited to report back as I get further. And I haven't found the president's daughter yet. So. Do you like <laughs> when they? Sc- do you like when they scream to voice at Picadillo? I did like that, yes. <laughs> Bro, Should I like you, haven't, <laughs> you haven't found the president's daughter yet, which means that you haven't heard about half the dialogue in that game, which is one word. Or, what? I guess, two words. Or three words. What? I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay, yeah, I know she can be kind of... I heard that she's been she literally, kind of annoying. She says that so much. <laughs> I'm just like... Please stop. I did get the. I think this is a meme in, in amongst the Resident Evil community. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> Leon running from the boulder. I I did that. Oh. See it. I was like, this is ridiculous, and I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. You gotta okay. mash that X button, eh? Yeah. And you just just like like fast. Dude, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Cool game. Cooler cool. in VR, I will say. Oh. Yeah. Gage? Christian, you're next. You don't oh, okay. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll go next. I mean, I've also been playing RE4 uh, still like, on, on PC. I've been jumping from different versions of RE4 recently. So, like, you know, trying into VR again and then going back to Steam and doing it. Um, so, yeah, cool game as well. Uh, new PS Plus released. I streamed a few games. I wanted to check how uh, that's working now when it's incorporated all into one area, see if it's, if, if it's any better or easier to stream games. Can confirm. Super simple, just like PS Now. Um, on my PS5, you just hit stream, the game starts up. Um, and I had very little input lag, and I played a few games, and I was trying games that were going to be intensive on input lag. They're like, like, I downloaded Motorsport Apocalypse, was the first one I did, like, oh, let's do a racing game. And I mean, if there was any, it was not noticeable and not enough for it to like interrupt gameplay. Um, so. It's going to vary depending on where you are in the country, but where I'm at, where the internet's just like, it's good enough, you know, like Portland, Portland doesn't have the best internet, but like it's, it's, it's good internet. Um, I had no issues. So I thought that was great for me to have nothing on day one of the new uh, like tier system. So that was cool. I also have a video up uh, on the penultimate conquest detailing all the games that we want to come to the PS plus check that out. Finally, this is the point where I want Ro to be proud of me for what I've been playing. Ooh. I'll start with the first game. Okay. <laughs> I bought Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yay! Yeah, I hope you it, like it. it. It's it's. I didn't at first. I thought it was just fine. 
and then like as the levels get more difficult and more varied i'm like i'm so wrong this game is great and it's wholesome and i'm, I'm really enjoying it um so i can't I'm wait for you to get to like the last couple levels because it gets even crazy <laughs> yeah i'm i'm on the last level of the carnival i get like the boss level of the, of the carnival area so. oh okay gotcha yeah so i'm there cool stuff i love the challenge areas too where you like go into beat this area in a small amount of time that's been cool yes and then i also downloaded the naruto game for ps plus shinobi strikers oh, okay um, and it is not a good game uh it's 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 not good but it's awesome being a ninja with my friend and like fighting against other ninja so that's cool i guess gage i have decided that i was going to download a bunch of demos from games that we saw uh from the summer games fest and stuff like that so all three of these games uh were shown off uh at some point or another over the last week uh i downloaded midnight uh fight express which is like an isometric um brawler and uh really fun really smooth um really really enjoyed that one uh, i downloaded agent 64 which is like a sort of uh golden eye type uh indie game yeah. that was super fun and and played exactly like you remember the old rare n64 shooters it was that was really really fun i don't know i don't know it'll be interesting to see if they do multiplayer i mean that would be pretty cool as of right now i think it's just single player but that was fun um, and then there's this game uh, called Frozen Flame, which was a, it's a um, sort of action RPG slash uh, survival um, game. So you're chopping down trees, collecting resources, uh, building your base and all that stuff. But it's also got a bit more of a sort of old school adventure RPG feel to it. Kind of similar to something like Valheim, but with a really nice low poly uh, art style. And uh, yeah, all three of those games really fun. Um, you know, support the indies, all that stuff. All these All these demos are free on Steam right now. If anybody has a PC and wants to give these a try. And I think actually all three of these are pretty low requirements for Shan. So if you want to jump into any of these, um, I'd recommend uh, Midnight Fight Express and Agent 64 specifically for you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Okay, before you do the topic of the show, Christian, we have a PSA here. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Subscribe. There you go. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Please don't disappoint Dan Denise, everyone. Yes. <laughs> also, Gage, I'm surprised you didn't do a Metal Hell Singer. Slinger? Singer? Yeah, I was thinking about it, but then I was like, mm, no. Anyway, let's move on. I don't need this disappointment in my life. Topic of the show. <laughs> Our Summer Games 2022 Showcase Recap, whatever you want to call it, the Jeff Keeleys, uh, the Key3s, the non-E3, E3, whatever. There was a lot announced over the past few days. We're going to cover two showcases in the topic of the show. Summer Games Fest by Jeff Keeley, and then, of course, the Xbox Plus Bethesda Showcase. But first, we're going to start with Summer Game Fest. And I have a rundown here. Uh, there's a lot of bullet points. I figure... I think it's, like, kind of front-heavy... So stop me as we go um, for whatever. And then, yeah, uh, again, at any point, just stop me when you want to talk. You know what I mean? Okay. America's Hero is back, quote unquote. Guile <laughs> is coming to Street Fighter Six. Cool stuff for you Street Fighter fans. That I was gonna, a, I, sorry, go for it, Christian. I am very excited. To, I think I'm going to check out Street Fighter Six. But please, bro, 
Yes. No, I was I was pretty much going to say the same thing. I, like everything that they've been showing for this game looks really fun. And that was a game that I actually forgot to mention in uh, what you got for me. Not Street Fighter Six, but I, I did purchase Street Fighter Five on Steam, and I've been playing that, trying to, you know, dip my toes into that Street Fighter arena now before Street Fighter Six comes out. And I'm enjoying it very much. I don't understand the controls yet. And it doesn't make it easy because I'm not a fighting game person where, like, if you go to the command list, it's just, like, it doesn't show you the buttons. It shows you, like, the, the what do you call those? The arcade stick buttons. So I have no idea what any of these things are. So I'm still, still learning. But I'm excited for Street Fighter VI. I will say, before we move on, the best part about Street Fighter VI has been the um, fan art of Chun-Li. Cannot get enough of that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Aliens Dark Descent was announced. It is coming 2023, and as Gage noticed in our uh, live reacts, it looks top-down. Could be a twin stick? Yep. Yeah. The cover cool. looks insanely cool, so I'm, I might be checking this out depending on how that shakes up. Uh, a game I'm definitely going to be checking out is Callisto Protocol. We got two new trailers, and it looks terrifyingly incredible. Just absolutely brutal red band trailers of Jacob, the protagonist, dying in... in Terrible, terrible ways. I cannot wait. It looks gorgeous. That's literally that's some of the best parts in the original Dead Space was like the different ways that Isaac could die and like seeing the different like sequences play out was just insane. I I can't believe Dan is talking about this with a smile right next to his niece. You know, <laughs> yeah, start off young. We're talking about video games. Uh oh, perfect. That's actually really smart. Gage put a G next to all the games he wants to talk about. Smart. I like that. I'm just about to do the same if I could find anything, GF. Uh, I will say, Callisto Protocol uh, on this Summer Game Fest kicked off uh, what will be, I think, the year, or the showcase at least, of sci-fi horror games. Yes, like, there that, is that a is, lot of them. Yeah. And they all look good, I think. Yeah. Uh, at, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and a lot of them are inspired by Dead Space, which is hilarious. Like dead space remakes coming out in january and all these inspirations of dead space are coming out it's, it's really cool and great for the survival horror genre i guess right it's gonna be really cool to have a, a, a space for all game in december when close protocol uh launches then december 1st something like that modern yeah. warfare 2 gameplay was shown off we got to look at new characters as well as some sorry we got to look at old characters as well as some new ones um, we got to also look at the updated engine that's running on Modern Warfare 2, as well as like some cool water physics showing off in the gameplay trailer. Gage, please. Christian, you already know, man. We, we had a, we had a nice little moment, you and I, where we were both simping over Alejandro Rojas and his beautiful hair and his glasses. Um, this game looks really good. It looks really, really good. Um, I, I don't know. I'm very excited. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 is just Specifically, the campaign is, like, I think, arguably the best campaign of any of the Call of Duties. So to see this sort of not only remade, but, like, them actually properly using the new engine, like we were all discussing, we thought it was really cool to have that uh, that wet work mission. But now, because you can, you have the ship shifting in the ocean, and it's moving the cover back and forth, and it's creating this dynamic. Like, that is, to me, the perfect way to remake a game. Similar to, like, how we talk about RE2, where it's, like, the core game is the exact same but you're using the new horsepower you have to sort of just make it dynamic and I, I i cannot wait um specifically what got me was a lot of especially in the sizzle reel 
I mentioned this on the stream, but there's a lot of like cinematography that reminded me of like Roger Deakins, like 1917, where it's like you have this awesome lighting on these characters and it helps that the new engine looks gorgeous. I'm extremely excited for this game. Um, I, I can't wait, man. This looks awesome. I, two quick things I really enjoyed too was how well the animations still look on, on reloads and how weighty they even look when I'm. Because yeah. one of the things that I loved about reloading in, in the Modern Warfare remake was like the controller vibrations that happen along with it. Like, I felt the weight that was happening on screen, like when it shakes and when like your character like does like a hard press of the mag or something. And it looks just the same in Modern Warfare 2, uh, if not better. Um, and then just everything is so wet. And one thing that I really liked a, a lot, speaking of the way the new engine changes gameplay, is when uh, water comes in through the window of the ship and uh, takes out an enemy uh, soldier right. and like knocks him down and then your character shoots him. Just very cool dynamic stuff like that that I'm really excited about. Okay, moving on. Uh, a game that Dan might remember when it, when it was announced, like, what, 30 years ago? I don't know. God, here we go. <laughs> Flashback 2 it was announced and is coming this winter, and I'm not going to lie. Actually, from the very short amount of gameplay we saw, just very briefly in that trailer, looks like it might be pretty cool. So Yeah, I was really impressed with this. Yeah, we were watching it, and I was like, I know what this is, but I can't think of the name of it. And then mm. it came up at the end. I'm like, yes, of course, because I played the re-release of this. Uh, it was near the Xbox One PS4 generation, but um, yeah, I, interesting. Then we got to look at Witchfire, which Gage is really excited about. Was which right? Which one was Witchfire again? Was that the one that this looks was the like game? Yeah, it's sort of like a high fantasy shooter, like Doom mixed with like Lord of the Rings or something like that. Like I don't know, it was very, it was very, very cool. I mean, we first saw this, we first saw like a, a lengthy gameplay demo of this back in 2017. So it was they went quiet for a long time. The game's shaping up to be really good. It looks, it looks like a lot of fun. I'm, I'm ready for another fast paced Doom like shooter. And usually, I'm not a fan of like fantasy shooters and and the art style, but for some reason, this this one was doing it for me. I'm I'm excited to see how this game. Uh, shakes up honestly the fantasy setting is what intrigues me the most and like how how they use that with like to tie into the guns like that right it, it's just it's just really cool yeah you're right moving on uh the return of sci-fi horror games with fort solace it was announced and it stars troy baker and roger clark of rdr2 fame uh it looks very cool we don't know much about the actual game but we do know it is a, a narrative focused game with high uh, intensity uh, action throughout uh which immediately put on my radar with these actors yeah for sure but yeah i think the cool thing here was like this is an independent developer a small little studio that basically called them up and were like hey do you guys want to do this and they were like yeah this sounds awesome so i think that's really cool that um just a little studio got to work with both troy and roger really cool i and i i think that's something that a lot of people are missing out i'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up uh dan is because video games are not the same way as movies like i mean video games take a really long time to make so for an extremely busy voice actor like troy baker to look at the small studio and whatever they showed him whatever they pitched him to go yeah i'm gonna dedicate months of my life to this to this thing like to me that has me really excited that you however the gameplay shakes out the story obviously was enough to hook these two huge names. This is the first game that Roger Clark's doing since Red Dead 2. He's not done anything else yeah. since Red Dead 2, and he signed on for this as well. So I'm very, very confident that whatever mm -hmm. they saw, whatever they pitched them, at least this game's going to have a really interesting concept. So um, I'm you, very excited for this. 
do you guys find that wild that rockstar finds these actors that like yes you know they do these roles and then for their games and then they go off and disappear for a while or like you know in trevor's instance he went on to do tv stuff from gta 5 the dude who plays trevor i can't think of his name but right. uh, yeah, it's so wild. They normally like just disappear, and you're like, "Where did they go?" Like, I got I got a shout out again. Polygon has this awesome nine minute documentary about Rob Weedoff, the guy who plays uh, John Marston in, in Red Dead One and Red Dead Two. And they found this guy. He came in and did Red Dead One, and then he left the industry and never did anything again until Red Dead Two. Um, and I don't think wow. he's done anything since. Uh, but really, again, how they found him, and and you know, he's not an actor or anything like that. Highly recommend people watch that. But you're right, Dan. I, um, their scouts or their casting directors—they're just—they're able to sort of see something in, in people and, and really hone in on that. I, I do want to say as well. This I think this was the game that Troy Baker was talking about—the mocap, because the the mocap they were doing is like. I don't I don't know how high tech it's supposed to be, but it, I I think they were talking about like how it being super intense. Specifically with like the like the coordin not coordination like um, like stunt coordination they were doing right. and the stunt coordinator was like really getting Troy like inspired I think they told the story of like I don't think I can do this and the stunt coordinator was like not only will will you do this like not only can you do this you will do this and I'll teach you and like I don't know that that aspect is is really I think it's really cool when actors get to like be there in person and do mocap and do not just be there like to capture like their movements and their animations, but to do like heavy intensive, like here's a full scene that we're doing and we're doing movement. That stuff when they do mocap, mocap like that is always inspiring and makes for really cool gameplay segments or, you know, right. cutscene segments. So I'm, I'm that really fascinates me for, for Fort Solace. Moving on routine after being announced nearly a decade ago was shown off again. Uh, and it is more sci-fi horror featuring robots and a very cool, almost VHS inspired, camera on the back of your gun i don't know but i am so fascinated i can't wait to terrifying check this out the android design absolutely terrifying <laughs> we didn't get to see a lot of this game but it was funny because this came up and i think both christian and i were thinking like okay another sci-fi and then when when he turns around you finally see that that robot the android behind you oh. terrifying terrifying i love it I'm, I'm in for it my favorite thing about like where we are with video games is lighting or the lack thereof like atmosphere mm -hmm. in these games has been insane and like it, it really excites me speaking of lighting uh the rocks certainly looked good in his gym iron <laughs> paradise lighting when he showed up shirtless with his noah energy drink sponsored ad for black adam uh nothing more to say there uh, jeff's got to pay the bills i suppose somehow yeah uh, and then we got to look at High Water, which uh, was revealed, and it is coming 2022. Moving on, American Arcadia is coming soon to PC and console, and Gage is really excited about it. Looks really good. Truman Show, but a video game. Like, all right, I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, I think this was like the dystopian one, where you have to, right, you have to escape this like city that seems like it's a peaceful city, but it's actually not. Right. Everybody's, everybody's watching lives, you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's lives are being televised and stuff. Yeah. It's cool. Then we got your I... oh, Sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was just saying, I think Ro and I both uh, both commented that looked very like um, it almost seemed like a we happy few type vibes. Um, yeah. With like mm -hmm. sort of dystopian thing. Yeah. So yeah, it looks really interesting. And then we all got debated. Right. Skip... Phenomenal. Skipping two. It is not Dead Island two. 
It was Goat Simulator 3, and it's coming this fall. Uh, what a hilarious trailer. I I will not play this game at all. I tried Goat Simulator 1, and I get what it's trying to do, but it's still just surface level for me and not enough. I think this was my favorite moment of the show, just the trailer. <laughs> because yeah. they got everyone. They got everyone. We were watching this, and I was like, this is insane. Nowhere, no, nowhere ever has a publisher just given up a project and given it to somebody else because it shows Coffee Stain. And I was like, they're an indie developer. I thought Deep Silver. Like, this was nuts. This was absolutely <laughs> nuts. I can't believe they did this. This was great. This was just, I love this. I absolutely love this. Yeah. This was the moment of the show for me. Uh, and very self-aware. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which is perfect for Goat Simulators, but yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. And is there, is there even a Goat Simulator 2? Like, no. I think... I was going yeah. to skip the sequel, yeah, or skip two. Yeah, skip to three. I, <laughs> I love that. I love that type of humor. That's amazing. We then got another trailer for Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, Spider-Man is in it. Of course, we knew that. But Venom also in it. He's a villain. Uh, yeah, cool stuff. I don't know. Midnight Suns, I might check out. I, I-, I want to try like a very... I think it's an RTS, card- card-based card RTS, but it's not deck building. Um it's like tra- XCOM if you've played XCOM. Okay. Similar. I don't know. Similar. I might check it out. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a new trailer for uh, Cuphead the Delicious Last Course. Again, that is launching June 30th on Game Pass. Looks fantastic. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, starring Miss Chalice. I just wanted to say, and it, maybe I'm wrong on this, but the, the DLC cost below $10, right? Is less than $10 to buy this? Or is it more than that? I don't know. Not sure. From what I've gathered, that this DLC is ten dollars or below is insane for the amount of work and animation that they're putting right? into this. It's like that is crazy. I don't know how long the DLC is, but I know how much work they must have put into obviously the base game and this DLC. It's like that's insane that they're giving this away for for eight dollars. If I'm right, well, I should double yeah. check on that. You're correct. Eight U.S. dollars, ten that's Canadian. Crazy. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a seal of a deal right there. Uh, speak. I can speak a little bit on the length part because I was not me personally, but I was listening to kind of funny. They were kind of talking about the games that they played at Summer Game Fest, like that little like for the for the journos to play play all these games. Uh, Tim Geddes was saying that the size of it is the if you played the original Cuphead, it's divided into separate islands. You know, each has like a few levels, and then of course all the bosses and like secrets in each in each island. Uh, so the delicious last course. Uh, is just like one one island, standalone island, but it's the biggest. But it's the biggest one, so you get an idea about how much time or levels there there will be there in the DLC. So, speaking of cool looking games, Neon White had a new trailer, uh, and that is launching June sixteenth uh, tomorrow, and that has gotten great reviews um, today. A lot of journos coming out and saying that it's it's a game of the year contender. So, yeah. I, be, I, I put my R next to it and then I deleted it because I don't really know that much about this game, but I, I, I was going to just bring up exactly what you just said. I've been hearing great things, so I want to give it a shot. Yes. Got a new look at Midnight Fight Express that is launching August 23rd. Uh, and then Hoyoverse was there uh, showing off two of their games. A new game, Honkai Star Rail, was revealed. And the, the one I'm personally excited for is a new trailer for Zenless Zone Zero. Uh, that game again, not a gotcha game. It is a action RPG. I will be playing ZZZ. Yes, I totally forgot that this was the Genshin people when I saw 
when I saw that you were excited for it, I was like, oh, which, what game is that? I was like, oh yeah, that one. And I, I'm pretty excited for this one too. I just forgot the name of it. <laughs> but this yeah. one looks, this one does look cool. Yes. I love anime people. <laughs> Casey Jones oh. joins TMNNT with a six player online and local co-op uh, mode in that game. And that is launching again tomorrow on Game Pass. Maybe us four will play it sometime. Heck yeah. Yes. Like, you know, Friday. Maybe, maybe to, yeah, maybe Friday. Ro, Ro can't play Friday, right? I can. I just, just I'd be late later in the day. Okay. Well, yeah. At night, I guess. But we'll see. We'll see. You're easy. So you. It'd be yeah, fine I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Back to anime. We got a new look at One Piece Odyssey. So there you go for you, One Piece fans. I should maybe watch that show or play the game. I don't know. Soul Hackers 2 gets an English dub and is launching August 26th. Real. Yes, uh, I'm very excited for this game. We're going to be talking about Persona later from the Xbox show. But I was I was thinking, like, I'm excited for Persona 6, but who knows when that's going to come. I want to play something like that. And Alice is dropping these games. Like, they have Shimagansei, Shimagame Tensei 5, I think, that released on the Switch a little while ago. I didn't play it. And now they're giving us this. I was like, maybe I should actually play it and not complain about Persona 6 being years and years away. Because this is basically just Persona. It has the same demons and all that kind of stuff. The the characters are similar so i'm excited to give it a shot uh next two months two months from now and i'm glad i got an english dub because i, I yeah <laughs> that's Very just cool. how i like to play my games but yeah i'm excited for it and i'm excited that i don't have to play the previous one too it's like like the other persona games you can just jump in whenever you're ready it's a separated story so good good stuff very cool very cool speaking of cool games metal hillsinger is coming later this year it also uh there's a demo live that day uh metal hill singer is the rhythm based sh- first person shooter it's like just like bpm but with uh with metal music and i i've seen a few videos and it looks it looks really really cool uh, i might be checking this one out and then we got a new look at nightingale uh, and gage is very excited about this one i don't remember nightingale that's fine it's another survival game i i'm it's it's just my niche. It's like how some people really love the Gran Turismo or the Forza Motorsport like sim games. I'm just a, I'm just a sucker for the survival sim like the Arcs, like a Valheim, the, the Valheims, the Arcs, the Conan Exiles, those type of like gra- craft resources and build your base and all that stuff. So it's just something like that. Except it seems to have a sort of like a high fantasy twist where there's different dimensions that you have to go to to get different resources. So you have to build like this teleporter and you have to find cards that will take you to different realms and each realm will have different enemies and different biomes and stuff like that so it just seems really interesting um i'm definitely keeping my eye on this one um like i said i usually play most survival games that come out so i uh i've got this one on my radar for sure nice for you saints row fans saints row boss factory demo was uh really revealed i guess and is out now for free you can build your character apparently the customization isn't as deep as it maybe was let on but hey if you're into saints row you want to build the character have at it we got a new look at warhammer dark tide a launching september 13th and it is a a four-person co-op fps which actually has me really it looked really good and then was later confirmed i think it's also coming to game pass i think yes yep so one two for us to play maybe yeah, like a Left 4 Dead-like game, which I think the previous one uh, before Berman Tide, I think, was also 
or I'm sorry, Vermintide is the previous one, uh, was a similar type of game. But yeah, this one looks really good, Dark Tide. And it's in my fan- fantasy critic as well. So it's got to be good. The year of the um, Warhammer. I am absolutely down to play this. Yeah, we should all uh, we should all definitely jump into this. Yeah. Yes. Bluebird team is working on an Unreal Engine 5 game, and it's on uh, it's Layers of Fear. Uh, say what you will about, uh, about Bluebird team, but like, I don't know. They kind of nailed it's, the spooky vibes in this one. It's actually, it's double plural. It's Layers of Fears. Oh, you're right. Yeah. The original, I think, was Layers of Fear, right? Yeah, yes. and it was Layers of Fear 2, and now it's Layers of Fears. Nice. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's launching I, early 2023. Double plurals, nah, not a fan. No, me either. <laughs> uh, speaking of things I'm not a fan of, we got a new trailer for Gotham Knights, which uh, I think Gage, <laughs> Gage is making, I think Gage made a joke say, saying like every time that game is shown off, it just it looks less and less interesting, and I think he's right. But finally, we got. Yeah, it might be for me as well, which sucks to say, but it is what it is. Probably play it if it comes to Game Pass at some point. So many, there's so many, like you say, Christian, there's so many good games coming out. Like, we can skip a couple, you know? Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of games, I won't skip. Neil Druckmann took the stage uh, and announced so many things, which I will cover for you right now. Factions 2 is now a standalone multiplayer game. Concept art was shown. Uh, it shows two people on top of like a, a like a building scaffold, and there's explosions in the background and smoke uh, of like a giant city, which w- is set in San Francisco because there's a Golden Gate Bridge in the background. Uh, Factions now, interestingly enough, has a story mode and a new or not story mode, but it has a story um, and a new cast of characters. It is big in scope. More info is coming next year. I personally am hoping that it is a Tarkov like game. Yes, I, I saw be, you put that in the doc, yeah. and I agree. That would be, that would be awesome. It, it's so perfect for this type of game too, because like, think of the campaign. You go around, you loot things, you craft stuff like this. This absolutely would lend itself so well to that formula, and I feel like this has got to be one of their one of Sony's ten live service games that they want to get out before twenty twenty five. This has to be one of them. So I already I already had a feeling that this was going to be large in scope when they said, "Hey, we're not." launching it with this and then we didn't hear about it for another two years um so oh man Damn. i'm excited i love this i love it it looks like there might be dynamic environment because in the background it looks like there's a wildfire going on in the city like oh man just Dude. and also neil Druckmann. all right i was sipping a little bit for him he's look at the he, he's looking good all right <laughs> he's always looking good he's, he's rocking the haircut good. i notice his biceps are looking nice and big he's wearing a nice henley t-shirt all right neil you're looking good man you're looking Shit. good champ yeah i can't wait for this oh my god <laughs> i mean the, yeah. the original factions was awesome so i can't imagine what an expanded version that they put even more care into is going to look like and yeah, yeah so exciting yeah can't wait for that i will say all naughty dog multiplayer modes are underrated are they yeah. are the uncharted ones good they're fine they're, fine. they're good they're enough I, I have yeah. fun with them but like factions is a legit like an underrated multiplayer absolutely factions is awesome yeah, I, I just really want to see what the story stuff is going to be like, how sure. that's going to be weaved into the multiplayer. I, I think that's really intriguing. I feel like a lot of developers have tried that over the years, like incorporating story stuff in the multiplayer. And I feel like they 
sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but like i want to see like what that looks like with the naughty dog type of cinematography and you know sure. right. story and characters yeah i mean with with the bungie acquisition i mean playstation was pretty was pretty blunt with them saying that we are getting bungie for their expertise in, in this genre of game so uh, yeah. uh bungie bungie absolutely dominates this with with destiny right they they're almost known for like every time there's a new season like the destiny fans go nuts and there's so much lore added and so much Mm -hmm. stuff so now that they have that under the same banner like i'm sure that naughty dog already writes amazing stories and now bungie's probably there consulting them telling them how to actually just sort of introduce it into the into the game into a live service format so i have high hopes and i just want to take a little trip down memory lane this just clicked but rashan i think last of us factions was the first game you and i ever played together Oh, way back in the day. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. 2013. Do you guys link? Do you guys also link your factions to uh, Facebook? No. Oh my god. I I think I did. I think I did do that, like on the PlayStation 3 when I had it there. But when I got the remastered version, I don't think I bothered doing that again. But yeah, wow. Let's that be friends on Fr- you, guys, yeah. you guys were like the Facebook moms with like the Farmville updates. Where it's like, <laughs> Shannon is starving. need your help. Yeah. No, but, the, but the thing is, like, it, it uses your friends list to name characters like in faction. Like, it doesn't post anything to Facebook. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I yeah, know. that is cool. So, yeah. Do you remember like what is the what is the old game? Um, the old game, Oregon Trail. Like, it'd be like this person died of dysentery or whatever. So it was like stuff like that, like you know, Dirty Gage. Dan is, died of dysentery. Like literally, like Gage is like starving. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Incredible. Incredible. God. Uh, we then got a new look at the Last of Us HBO show. Uh, it was uh, wrapping, shooting the next day, so now it is officially wrapped uh, and confirmed that Troy and Ashley have roles in the show. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, our our new look was just a screenshot, but I, I I was I was here for it. I liked the screenshot. I looked at that screenshot for a very long time. I yeah. I think if I remember right, Neil on stage said that he's confident that this is going to be the best video game ad- adaptation of anything ever. I agree. I I, I have full confidence so. too. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> no, I I'm just like I don't. I'm just always baffled by Gage's reaction because I, I get this is HBO and the directors and everything is great, but like I'm just like, where was this hype before the Halo TV series? Oh came my out? god. I knew you were gonna say that. Twenty thirteen it came out in twenty twenty one. What do you mean where was the hype? Get out of here. Anyways, uh yeah, I I think Gage, you were the one who said during the live stream that uh Troy and um and uh brain just stuff. Ashley, yes. Troy and Ashley's characters are going to end up being villains. I think that that could happen. I could see uh, Troy Baker playing, um, I mean, no spoilers for The Last of Us in case you haven't seen it, but um, Trey uh, playing what uh, the character that Nolan North plays in the game. I feel like that would oh. be really interesting. He kind of has that physicality, right? Because that's the thing with, with Troy Baker. He looks nothing like Joel, and that's the magic of video games, but he does kind of have that per- that physicality of the character that nolan north plays in the, in the mm. game so that would that would be a really interesting twist um but yeah I, I could just see them doing that as opposed to having uh those two characters portray similar characters to the main characters yeah. the, you know what i mean like i don't think that they would do something like that i think they're going to try and make them different in some way so it'll be interesting to see how they do that very exciting uh moving on 
the last of us remake was finally unveiled although it was leaked that morning sad uh it indeed launches september 2nd it's also coming to pc but we don't know if it's day one or not they're haven't set a date for that but it is coming to pc um the game features reworked models animations and overhauled gameplay essentially you're you're buying tlu one but with tlu two levels of gameplay Uh, right and it includes left behind dlc uh however with a full 70 dollars price tag should have been cheaper maybe if i'm being honest but uh development costs i understand and it's looking really good so i might be able i might buy this i think i think we're all maybe jumping the gun i think we should we should reserve until we see gameplay because sure sure if it's just graphical i totally agree with everyone because the original game holds up really well and that's just a testament to naughty dog and how they're fucking wizards at what they do because that game launched on the ps3 and it looks gorgeous right but if this really, like, I mean, if you really think about the gameplay upgrade from Last of Us 1 to Last of Us 2, the dodge system, the dynamic uh, combat, oh, like... So good. If, 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 if it really plays like that, and you're doing it at all as Joel, like, I'm so here for that. Like, I will absolutely pay full price for and that. They, and that is, that is a bit more intensive than just, like, a reskin, you know what I mean? Like, that is actually sort of putting in work. And so, they did also overhaul the AI as well. So it's Exactly. Not just, yeah. Dude, yeah. like there's gonna be those scenes where in like Last of Us Part Two where they have the AIs calling out to their friends, oh, that kind of stuff. They're gonna, oh, they're gonna put that. Right. They might put that into the first game, and like, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of scenes where that's gonna hit again, even harder than in the second game. But absolutely, yeah. What you guys are saying about the the just being graphical, I understand why people were a little bit upset about the full price tag. And now that we're talking about it, I guess I. I understand it a bit more because I was of the mindset like Resident Evil. No one was mad about Resident Evil remake, yeah. but those are those are huger or bigger jumps and more graphical yeah. upgrades and all that kind of stuff. So I guess I understand. But the first thing I thought was like, why weren't you guys mad about those remakes? I I feel like this is and they were paying the same price. But I guess I think, yeah, it's not such a big jump. I think that's part of it, Ro, and also like the fact that. If somebody who already bought this game on PS3 and PS4 and now their third time PS5, like, yeah. in my opinion, and I, I totally get the gameplay enhancements and, and all of that stuff, obviously the graphics hold up pretty well uh, to now. I feel like Sony could take this opportunity to say, hey, if you bought this game on PS3 and PS4 or PS3 or PS4, one or the other, we're going to give this to you for $30 or something That's like that. a lot that. of people, though. I feel like yeah. everybody who has a PS4, PS4, or PS5 has The Last of Us. The thing is, it. like, yeah. I, I agree. I, I hear what you're saying. Because, yeah. because everyone on PC, and let me tell you, there are going to be millions of people who have who are only on PC who have been looking at this game for years, who maybe only watched all the cutscenes on YouTube that are dying to play this, that are that will buy it full price. But and you know what, Dan? I feel like if Naughty Dog was an independent, was an indie studio, they would do that. But it's PlayStation is is known for being stingy with their ten dollar upcharges and all that stuff. I think there was no chance of this ever happening. Although, if I Blame in Jim a perfect Ryan. world, if I was in control, I would do exactly what you're saying, Dan. I think that's totally fair, and that's what they should have done. But and I'm sure maybe that's what Naughty Dog would want if it was up to them, right? But it's Sony; it's they're not going to do that, right? Yeah. I have one hot take before we move on. Okay, I'm very excited for The Last of Us. You know me; it's my number one game of all time. I'm worried. Same. I think the original models look better. I like when I look when I look at screenshots side by side, I do think the remake looks better. Obviously, I'm not, For not sure. dumb, okay? 
But I look at the 2013 and I say, I look and I say, this game now has style. Right. And I, and I like, and I like how like that style looks now, even looking back on it almost 10 years later, but I look at it now and like the models, I don't know. So about it, I don't know. Sorry, Gage, go for it. I, I know what you're saying, and I I half agree with you, but I think the problem you run into, because I was thinking about this, and I was like, why did they do that? Because specifically the car scene with Ellie looking out the window is the one that a lot of people are pointing to where it's like, you know, she has such bright eyes and you can capture this emotion in the old version, and in the new version it kind of looks a bit dumbed down. But I think the reason they have to go this route has to do with purely with facial animation. I don't think yeah. you can increase the facial animation and keep the old stylized, because then you run into this uncanny valley sort of situation so i agree with you um specifically joel's character model i really prefer the old joel uh to Mm -hmm. the new one um but i think they were at a crossroads where they had to if they were going to increase the um uh facial animations which there is that is way more noticeable than the graphics i was watching some like some videos and especially that uh the barn scene that everybody loves where they're sort of arguing back and forth the old you're able to sort of sort of blot it out in your in your mind because you're so taken, but the lip animations have really come a long way. And I think that alone they had to sort of increase the fidelity. Um, but I agree with you. That they, they there is they are losing a little bit of that style, but I, I think they don't really they didn't really have a choice if they wanted to increase the facial sure. animations. Yeah. I I don't wanna take too much more time, but there was a test animation that came out today. Yep. And that was where I was like we're, I feel like what you're saying, Christian, I, I don't necessarily disagree either. We're like, we're losing something. We're also gaining something at the same time. Right. There's like, it's definitely a style change. And like the, the new test looks like a real life test. Like I could, I could see that person on the street and the, like, the, the old test looks just as good, but there was definitely something with the old test. I was like, wow. Like the way that she is welling up in her face, like that's so good. And then I look at the new one. I was like, Holy crap! She's about to cry. I feel like I'm gonna cry now too. Like this is uh, it's too good. And like and it's like I say, the facial animations they had they had to increase the failure for this because I watched that again and again, and you can see she doesn't open her mouth, but she sort of like exhales, and you can see her cheeks like inflate and then deflate really quickly in in the new animation. I'm like, that is an insane level of detail, and that would look terrifying if you just kept the Uh, old version. Yeah, sure. That would look so unsettling. But I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Rashan, because I was I watched that again and again and again, and I was like, holy <laughs> shit! Like Naughty Dog is like masters of their craft. This is insane. The Henry I and Sam wait. stuff is gonna. Oh my oh god! My I didn't god. even think about that. I'm not ready for that. Yeah, but I Dan, am. Dan hates the last of us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm. I'm just, I, I had to. I had to bring you into the. It's in my top ten favorite games of all time. I, yes, I'm all very love excited to play this. I'm just sad that I have to pay seventy dollars to play it. Get it on play. PC, Dan. You Justified. got a 3080. Please get it on PC. Last bit of news I'll here before we move on. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Naughty Dog team has seemingly grown. Neil's working on a new project, but it's still too early to talk about. I am speculating that they are working on three games: factions. Um, uh, a Last of Us PS5 port, unless Factions team moves to that after, or sorry, Remake team moves to that after, uh, and then new, I'm praying new IP. Yeah, hopefully it's that rumored uh, sci-fi project mm. that, that uh, Neil wanted to do. Let me <sighs> tell you something. I grew a little bit when Neil walked on stage. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. God. <laughs> there was a a little Twitter uh, trend that was go- going on. I 
even just calling it a trend is a little bit giving it too much. It was, it was a smaller community, but as the the quote was, um, the screen goes black, the this the 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 stage or the audience goes quiet. What logo pops up that makes you lose your mind? And I think for me, it's it's Naughty Dog. Like yeah. no matter, it's like I get so hyped when I see that logo now. Yeah, I can't wait for uh, Neil's next uh, next game. Yeah. I'm gonna lose it. That was me too until they. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god! Just man. finish the game, man. Anyway, let's talk about X- Xbox plus Bethesda showcase and a lot of stuff here. But I feel like this moment might be a bit quicker than than how we covered Summer Game Fest. Let's get into it. Uh, it started with the gameplay trailer for Redfall, which uh, actually, Gage, are you? How is this looking for you? I'm so hyped. I love this so much. I'm in. I'm all in. Yeah. Uh, it's seeming like it's going to have like just as deep of a narrative as you know any of the arcane games but with four player co-op and it seemed like i don't know if it was live gameplay that that demo they were showing but like it was running pretty dang good it's running Uh, really well yeah yeah so i and i love the blend i love i love studios that blend genres and and arcane has a has a track record of doing this but it really looks like a I know that their arcane themselves are saying it's it's not this it's not this and I get what they're trying to say but it is a left for dead like sort of experience but also with Borderlands aspect of like leveling up your gear score and their skill trees and stuff like that and it's like mm-hmm. those two things put together like absolutely sign me sign me up all the way all the characters were revealed they got their names um, as part of the trailer and one of them has a student debt so I am indeed represented to my surprise i lost my goddamn mind when silk song showed up and it is coming to game pass by the way i forgot to mention every game that we will talk about here with the exception of two are coming to game pass uh and not just that but within the next 12 months so silk song is coming within the next 12 months in my opinion it's still coming this year anyway we got a new fps game from squanch games called high on life which looks disgusting but also fantastic (laughs) I cannot wait to check this one out. The guns, they look so cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the it's such a squanch games like Rick and Morty like a creator, I forget his name. Um Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland type of like the way they talk to you. It, and just everything, just that that humor. It, it's Dan cool. Harmon. Dan what? Uh, somebody told me that the guy who created Rick and Morty is also the guy who did community. I I I, I was under the impression it's Dan Harmon, but I could be totally wrong. I th- I think he works with him sometimes. Okay. Isn't it isn't the Rick and Morty uh team like a duo? Like a it's Rick whoever you just said earlier, I forget his Dan name, Roland. Mr. Roland, and somebody else. And that might be the other person. I, I don't know though. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he is. Justin <laughs> Royland is the co creator, so I'm assuming, yeah, he's the um, other one, I'm assuming. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, yes, they both co-created it, and Dan Harmon does not voice one of the main characters. He voices Bird Person. I don't know who that is, but... Oh, yeah. I forgot that was a character in Rick and Morty. We're both right. Look at that. No. Look at that. That never happens. Never. <laughs> in my opinion, what is an absolutely insane announcement, Riot Games partnership uh, partnered up with Game Pass to bring you all the League of Legends champions, all Valorant Asians, all Runeterra Foundation sets, and select Little Legends Unlocked and Teamfight Tactics, and that is arriving this winter. Absolutely insane for Game Pass to have a partnership like this. 
Somebody said that it's like over six hundred dollars to unlock all the League of Legends characters. I'm like, what? Whoa. That's what? crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's an awesome uh, get for Xbox and Game Pass. That's just keeps adding to the value of it. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. No key up for you, Valorant players. Then we got to look at uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, which is coming 2022. I have yet to play the first Plague Tale, but Requiem is looking is looking really good. Highly recommend. Okay, I'll play it. <laughs> New Forza Motorsport was unveiled. It is coming spring 2023, and it is looking it is looking hot, man. It is looking really good. This was something Gage was right on. Damn it! <laughs> Did he predict predict this? Yes, I counterclaimed uh, Dan's prediction that would come out this year. I said it was coming spring 2023, and I think it's coming out spring yeah. 2023. Uh, I'll, I'll stop here for just a quick second and be like, and say that if they can get, hmm, if they can get like ray tracing and 60 frames while you while you play, that's a that's a huge win because that's something yeah. that Gran Turismo doesn't have. You only get ray tracing when you're looking at replays. Not during actual right, gameplay, right. so that'd be that'd be huge for Forza. But either way, uh, graphically, it's looking fantastic. The autumnal colors uh, of this trailer was was just so good. And a preview, as I think Gage, you also or Christian, I can't remember who uh, sent this in our group chat, but it's a preview of what we're gonna get from Fable. I'm assuming in a couple of years from Playground Games because they're right. using the same engine. So yeah, which I did not know until that tweet. So. Yeah, yeah, insane. We then got new flight sim content, one of which is an aircraft from Halo, which I don't know if Dan was able to play yet. Why? No, IGN, why do you say... I saw the IGN article that said this, and I just drove me mad. And now you just said it, and I'm like, no, it is not the Halo aircraft. <laughs> it's called a Pelican. I didn't say that. A Pelican. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That is not a bird. That is an air, that is an aircraft. Dan's image is kicking in. Uh, I just like I like the pelican. It's the pelican from Halo. Yeah, the aircraft oh. from Halo. <laughs> <laughs> we got <laughs> We then got a new trailer for Overwatch 2. PvP confirmed to be free to play, which we did not know uh, until that announcement. Early access is coming October 4th, and a new hero was revealed. Her name is Junkard Queen. Hell yeah. I only care about D.Va. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't know. I, I love her new design. She's got a ponytail now. Oh, does she? In the chat, you're yeah. like, where is she? And, then, and, she showed, and she showed up. She didn't disappoint. <laughs> In a game that Gage thought was civil... Oh, I'm sorry, Ro, please. No, I'm just I'm just glad that it's free to play. I don't have yeah. to give them money now. That's great. Yes, no, it's huge because everyone was saying that this, the whatever this game is shaping out to be, does not justify a full price tag of a sequel, uh, and it being free to play is a huge win because the the money you're paying for for the sequel is for single player content only. So, right, yeah. In a game that Gage thought was Civilization, which I said no, it can't be. Uh, turned out to be Ara History Untold, which is announced. Not much more details there, but a game about history. Cool. Yep. I will. Then the... if, if I end up playing this, it'll be simply for Sheree, and that's it. Hell yeah. 
Then the Elder Scrolls Online High Isle got a trailer and is launching next week. This week? Next week. Soon. <laughs> New Fallout? No, it's 76 DLC called The Pit. Terrible name and launches this September. The Pit. <laughs> no. Hot Wheels DLC is coming to Forza Horizon and is out July 19th. Looks stunning. Hell yeah. That looks really cool. As Dan predicted. Congratulations, Dan. <laughs> a new trailer for Arc 2 was shown off. It is CGI again. No, like, no gameplay, I guess. It's coming 2023. We saw Vin. That's all we needed, Chris. <laughs> You're absolutely right. True. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Touche. Scorn is coming October 21st, and I am very excited for this. It looks disgusting. I don't know, I don't know why anyone is excited for this game. I don't get it. It's just gross. It doesn't look... Have you ever seen a game that looks like that? No, I've also never seen, you know, a human shit in 7K. I don't need to. It's fine. <laughs> I would look at it. I don't is that a reference? And you'd send it to Podcast PX After Dark. Yeah, probably. Flintlock, <laughs> The Siege of Dawn launches early 2023. Uh, I was not too jazzed about it, to be honest. It looked a little rough for me, but people, people were really digging Flintlock. Flintlock, oh, wait, that's... Was that the cool like uh, case one that looked? Or wait, no, that's something else. Sorry, never mind. Scratch what I just said from your memory. I think it was like a third-person uh, like action RPG, but a bit slower. Like alternate history. It almost looked like World War One mixed with like fantasy or something like that. If I remember correctly. Unlock the siege of dawn. Started off with a bunch Mine. of people in trenches, and she gets up and she's got her axe and she's yeah. Traversal around. looked really cool though. I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you there. Mo Yang revealed the new game, Minecraft Legends, a new action strategy game. So, Gage, you were 100% correct. Yeah. Very cool. Not, Not for really me. Am. Well, okay. <laughs> Lightyear Frontier is coming spring 2023, and it is a space colonizing game. You know, kind of a cute, kind of more of like a cute art style, but, you know, your No Man's Sky kind of type deal. I think through this part of the, uh, the showcase, I kind of fell asleep. Because I was like, all right, I don't care about this. Yeah. Hot take. I think I enjoyed Summer Game Fest more than Xbox Plus Bethesda. But anyway, that's aside from the point. Gunfire Reborn. I I swear to God. Gunfire Reborn, (laughs) a roguelite action game, is launching this October. Uh, And then we got... What? No, sorry. I I just messed up. Nothing. nothing, How dare you? (laughs) A game looks really cool. A, a 2D game. The Last Case of Benedict Fox is coming spring 2023. Again, the Game Pass looks looks really cool. Uh, a narrative indie game, As Dusk Falls, is coming July 19th uh, and is told through like uh, stills in a almost like kind of comic book slash watercolor art style. Um, they were praising the writing, but that writing did not seem very good from based on that trailer. It did not. There was one point where you pointed it out and... sometimes doing the right thing is doing the wrong thing (laughs) wow man that's fucking deep Deep. Deep. (laughs) yeah anyway (laughs) naraka blade point is is coming to xbox with crossplay support on june 23rd uh naraka is good you should try it out i'm going to yeah this this looks exciting this is really good that is the ninja battle royale game Uh, obsidian a new obsidian game Pentiment is coming this November. That was a very cool, almost like 
children's book kind of art style. I don't want to say children's book, but that kind of art style. Right. Uh, 2D. Looks cool. Obsidian freaking wizards over there making mm-hmm. tons of games. Kudos to the leadership at Obsidian for just letting that studio experiment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like from, yeah. from Outer Worlds to Grounded, which was a huge shock, to now this, which is an even bigger shock. Like, kudos to them, man. That's awesome. Yes. Grounded 1.0 launches this September, and I will be checking it out. Good. I'm stoked. Good stuff. Yeah. Erebon. The other. Uh huh. Sorry. The other thing is, is like, we could end up seeing Fallout New Vegas 2 from Obsidian before Fallout 5 five comes out i would love that or or even if 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 they gave um obsidian like the uh to remake it like right gave them charge to remake it use use unreal 5 um i would like them go nuts that would be awesome paul at new vegas i think won no it did not win our poll for best open world game but it was in the final four yes yeah breath of the wild yeah dan's pay to win strategy really paid off for him Arabin Shadow Legacy launches 2023, and this is a game that I'm really excited about. A very cool third-person kind of stealth action game. You're using the shadows to kind of platform around. Very cool. This one looks cool. I'm excited for this one, too. Then we got to look at Diablo 4 with a new trailer. A Necromancer class is revealed. It is the final class, I believe, in Diablo 4. Not a Game Pass game, and uh, but Dan is very excited. Also, go- yeah. art style, gorgeous. I will say this. It's really good. Yeah, Di- yeah. Diablo. Diablo 3 was fantastic. That was I, that was the first time I've even played Diablo game, but Diablo 3 I love so much. The gameplay, the graphics of Diablo 4 look even better. I'm just very excited to check it out. Heck yeah. yeah. Sea of Thieves got an update for Season 7, a trailer. So, heck yeah. This Rare. trailer, for some reason, it should have been really cringy, but I thought it was really well written, actually, and kind of like, kind of funny. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this little sing along trailer they did. I thought, I thought it was, it was a great cool. trailer. I hated yeah. it. I did not like it in the showcase. Oh really? I don't know. I thought it was weird. Huh. I thought it was quite charming. <laughs> I liked it quite a lot. I, I would have liked to see like <laughs> some 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 kind of details on on see what season seven was looking like, not just the song. You know what I mean? Nope, you get a musical, and that's it. I'll say, that's what, that wasn't that's kind of funny. This is podcast PXN. That's a different. Ha! Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry. Ravenlock is coming 2023. I don't know what Ravenlock was. Ravenlock and Flintlock. Two different kinds of locks. Ravenlock, I do not remember at all. There's lots of locks involved. You have to lockpick. Oh, here's one I do remember. I'm gonna just gonna move on. I'm sorry. I don't even care. Sorry. Uh, former artist members from Playdates Inside unveiled. I mean, not just them. The whole team unveiled. Cocoon, which is coming 2023, a kind of puzzle indie game. It looks uh, kind of mind blowing to be honest. They're using these orbs to do different things. There's like three different colors of orbs. Maybe there's more. I don't know. But in this trailer, there was three. Uh, very cool looking game, and I am excited. Very good. Then we got a new game by Team Ninja, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. It's coming early 2023. Uh, looking very cool. I'm gonna check this out, even though I suck at uh, at Team Ninja games. 
And another Game Pass game that's crazy. Team Ninja, third-party developers doing a mm -hmm. day one Game Pass game yet again. But um, yeah, I think a lot of people were projecting like a, a return of Ninja Gaiden, but you know, this is even better, a new IP. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and speaking of, I don't know, third-party announcements, in what is, in my opinion, the most insane announcement of the day, Persona 3. Four Golden and five Royal are coming to Xbox Game Pass. And it was later confirmed it's also coming to Steam and PlayStation, but still it is coming to Xbox Game Pass. Just absolutely insane for Xbox to get all these games on their platform. Thank you, Atlas. Thank you, Xbox. Thank you, Atlas. Yes, I can't wait to play. I, I talked about my, we talked about my favorite game of all time, The Last of Us, earlier. I mean, all of us really like that game. Persona 4 is my second on that list, and I'm definitely going to replay it again. I have it everywhere I can, but I haven't played P P3 yet, so I'm excited yeah. to try that. And I haven't played Royal yet. I played the original P5, but I'm excited to play Royal. So this is an awesome get, and just apparently fuck Nintendo, the most requested <laughs> <laughs> platform for these games. It's like, no, everywhere else but there. I, All right. So <laughs> for Persona newbies... What is the difference between like Persona Four Normal and like the Royal and Persona Five DLC? Or I'm sorry, Golden and all that. Okay, DLC. DLC and new characters. You know, what I mean, like it changes. Like there's more story. Am gotcha. I correct, bro? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't played Royal, but I'm pretty sure like they introduced two new characters. They added a some more stories. There's like an extra month. Not an extra month, but an extra. Yeah, I think I don't know how they did that, but they added an extra month to the calendar or a playable month, I guess. Maybe you would skip it and in yeah. the royal version that you played through it. But yeah, you just add more content pretty much. Two things. One, I'm I'm hesitant to say that Alice is saying fuck Nintendo. I, the way Nintendo operates, I feel like there is there is a chance that in the rumored summer direct they could have this announcement that these games are also coming Fingers to Switch. Crossed. Fingers crossed for you persona fans. Yeah. Um and also like Spoilers, I guess, for the the video I dropped on games that we want on PlayStation Plus. Uh, one of the ones that I picked was Persona Three because that game was not available on consoles uh, at all. Uh, for it to be on Xbox, I think is is fantastic, and not just Xbox, but like Steam and PlayStation as well, because that game is now way more accessible than it used to be. Before we go into the next one, because I, we, we're probably going to go into this next one and the, the one after that, the one that we skipped, Ravenloft, that we none of us remembered. I'm looking at the trailer for it, and it looks awesome. So I just wanted to put some respect on it. Thank I'm going to check this out whenever it comes out. It, it looks awesome. It's like yeah. a, it's it's it has like these HD pixel, but oh! it's 3D, and it's like an action game. It looks awesome. It's like near, but I wouldn't say it's like near, but the action is like reminds me of it, like the enemies and stuff. But it looks awesome. Yes, so I remember this game now. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't remember you, the bro. name for it. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Yes, thank you. But now it's time for the big uh, daddy. If you caught my reactions live, I screamed because t Twitter was ahead of us <laughs> by a few seconds, and I saw a picture of this man, and I lost my shit. Kojima is working together with Xbox Game Studios, and it's confirmed now that, yes, it is the uh, the cloud game, the rumored cloud game that Kojima's working on uh, for one of his next games. Could be, I don't know, could it be the horror game. Uh, what was the project of the name? Overdose? Overdose could, be that. Yeah. could be something else. Well, we don't according know. But... To, according to Tom Henderson, that is what it is. It's uh, Overdose starring Margaret uh, Qualley from uh, Death yeah. Very cool. Love to see Kojima working with more people. 
damn the freaks who say that uh, Kojima should only be on PlayStation. Like, this, I don't know. Yeah, people are weird like, about that. That was, <laughs> that was the dumbest part of the announcement. Kojima having to come out afterwards to say, "Yeah, I'm still working with PlayStation." Fanboys, calm down. Like, yeah. why? People just let's all get a grip here. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dan, will you be playing this Kojima game? I mean, you don't know if what it's, it's going to be. If it's a horror game, absolutely. Yeah. If it's the rumored game that they're talking about, absolutely. Yeah. And even if it's like MGS, Metal Gear Solid, I would totally be down. I just think like Death Stranding never captured my attention because sure. it, it, it's just, you know, it's a lot more, you know, go from here to here and do these things along the way. And I just feel like I won't get, you know, entranced by that, I guess. Oh. Um so I, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't hey, played it. It's so. on PlayStation Plus Essential. Fair. So fair. I can play it now. So. Mm. It's a game you'll start and then put down after like five hours and never get to again. I still have to finish Horizon. Like, like yeah. I said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the, the showcase closed with uh, one of the biggest games that they could close with. Uh, a game that I am more worried than excited for, and I know I'm alone. That, but we'll get we'll get into it. You're not though. Yeah, I mean, maybe in this cast, but like online, it's it was more mixed than I thought it would be. That's why I'm so confused. I would love to get your opinion because maybe you can sort of share what other people are feeling. Because I don't know how anybody walked away from this feeling worried. But anyways, go ahead. What game are we talking about? <sighs> of course, it, I can't think of a joke. It's Starfield. I was trying to think of something <laughs> funny. It's Starfield. Uh, let me break it down for you because we got a lot of info on it. Uh, it was an extended look. Um, and to be fair, a lot of it was really cool. Okay. Starfield. Yes, confirmed. First and third person. And then we learned uh, later in the week, dialogue is in first person and characters uh, do not have a voice, which according huge. to Gage is a huge dub. And I had to huge. look up. I had to look up why. And it was because I think it was Fallout 4. No, not Fallout 4. Yeah, 76? Yeah. It was Fallout 4. Okay. Uh, just the voice uh, acting wasn't um, up to snuff on a lot of those, and it also limited dialogue choices. So that's the more uh, important thing. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Okay, sorry, someone else had had something on that. <laughs> Deep character customization was shown off, as well as um, like backgrounds that you could do for your character. Uh, there are numerous perks and much, much more. It's looking like it's going to be a very deep kind of customization which you know we is expected from rpg but to my surprise is like super super deep there are like very a lot of like sub menus on the top that honestly excite me for what i want to do as like a i don't know an rpg in space like that's that's awesome really refreshing too because the last couple of um bethesda games like you're with the exception of skyrim it's like fallout 3 and fallout 4 was both like yeah you can be who you want but your character kind of has ties you it did kind of steer you in the hmm. lore to having a certain thing like a, a certain sort of war for your character where this one seems to be fully like no no, no you are a blank canvas which is sure. what i loved about fallout new vegas is that your character was essentially that as well i yeah like oh, Dan. You, you pointed out during the live stream christian uh it, it was really cool that the perk system like if you pick like you know you want to be an introvert or whatever you can't also be an extrovert because obviously that one makes sense but mm -hmm. like certain things get locked and unlocked depending on like what path you go down so it kind of like really like uh makes your character you know specific to you um whereas other yeah. people you know have different different builds so also adds replayability too which is nice yeah i will never replay this game 
based on how long it seems like it might be no there's no chance i'll do one you I know think, what i mean i think it's 30 to 40 hours the main campaign yeah yeah, yeah it's one <laughs> it's a whole week's worth of work that's okay. true that's <laughs> true <laughs> Uh, I st- I'm still worried about the way they're approaching morality system with how they kind of talked about the like the three careers or whatever the three like starting paths that you can choose like that still worries me but if the c- individual character customization is, is seemingly like as complex as it seems to be like it was shown off then you know that's okay uh, we got to look at some skill systems uh, weapon crafting and uh, outposts also confirmed uh, to this is where I start to get my worry. Outposts it has been is like busy work to me. I, I don't care about outpost building. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Like that seems like it's pretty cool. We love it. it. Uh, we love it here. Yeah, we love it. I think it's just cool because it's not. I don't think it's required, or at least it isn't in their previous games. Sure. So I wouldn't think it would be here. So like, it's just something cool to for people that are like creative that want to like build different things inside the world. It's just really. I don't know. Interesting. Something this, interesting. Oh, Dan or Gage. I, I was going to say, this is just for me, like I said, like I'm the type of person who likes those survival games. So like, obviously oh. this is just hand in hand with that. Like, obviously yeah. this speaks to me personally. Yeah. Something really cool that uh, I think was said in that demo too, is that you, uh, you can hire people that you've met along the way to come work in your outpost. Yeah. That, that I think is a really cool kind of way to make that building a lot deeper and, and like for you to engage with characters more. So that, that aspect I really liked. Right. Which I think Fallout Four had aspects of that, right, Gage? Like where you I could have people go back. I don't know to if you could. Base. I don't know if you could specifically hire and place people. I just think that, like, if you if you kept certain requirements, that people would just sort of filter in and out of your. I'm trying to remember correctly because I haven't played Fallout Four in a long time. But this seems like very much like you build, like, say, a refinery, and then you hire somebody to operate the refinery, or like you you build a, a crafting station, and somebody is there at that crafting station which which is a nice bonus because it makes your it, it makes it sort of feel alive like you build this that's the one thing with some survival games that sucks like arc like if you're playing solo arc you can build this awesome city but you're the only one there right so mm. i like this i like this a lot where you're gonna have npcs walking around and stuff like that but i think you're right dan i think fallout 4 had some kind of very light version of this do you know what's wild though there was rumors for so long that this game was going to be an online like uh live service game and it's not do we like is, is it possible that this game was at one point and then fallout 76 came out and then they're like wait we can't do this with starfield because when, the game has been out, uh, announced for like four years now when did fallout 76 come out when did that release 2018-ish, I think, or 2019, so, maybe? This would have been early in development. If that was a thing, I think it was early enough that it didn't impact the systems of the game. It might have impacted what their vision was a little bit, but I think that, yeah, absolutely. I think Bethesda's not going to touch live service again after Fallout 76 for mm-hmm. a long time. I think they learned their lesson because that was disastrous. And for a yeah. game this big in scope, I think that's probably the way to go anyway. Right. Yep. About this point in the uh, extended look is where those of us reacting were like, hmm, <laughs> haven't seen space at all here in this sci-fi game. Could this be, yeah. like, you know, we're only like are, are teleporting between planets and you don't actually fly in space. This is where we got to look uh, at spaceship customization, which looks oh. super deep. Oh, oh Gage is busting so for this. so good. Yeah. I don't care about this. Sure. 
You're nuts. You're nuts. Customize your ship. Come on. Like I don't piece know. by piece, it's so cool. Different cockpits and like, oh man, I'm I'm so I'm yeah. so, I'm so here for it's it. It's gonna be it's gonna be really cool, but like, okay. hopefully there's an option for people like you where it's like you can just go to like say like if you go to like a, a ship dock and like you can just sort of purchase. I would imagine you'd have to have something like that yeah. if you don't want to sort of if you want to oh. skip all this because it does look very in depth. They didn't touch on it, but I noticed in the in the top left there was like five or six different bars where it was like shields Crazy. and Crazy. engine output, mass stuff like that yeah. where it's like. For people like me that are into that, like and Dan, like we're gonna love that. But I, I would imagine there's gonna be some sort of like you can buy presets or something like that. So if you yeah. can skip it, if you want to, you can easily spend like hours customizing stuff. Oh, when, like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh I'm yeah. sure it'll, it'll affect how you travel and stuff, like, which is which is cool. Yeah, um, I spent hours creating my cyberpunk character. I'm gonna spend hours? more than hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. He just spent hours on the dong screen. Let's pubes. Yeah, yeah. dirty Pub Dan. Exactly. Pubes or no pubes, yeah. Dan. He's not gonna answer that. In He's my games or in, yeah. No, no, not in real life. Anyway, uh, and where there is spaceships, there is space. Ugh. Space travel is confirmed. Though uh, later in the in the week, we also learned that it's not seamless from space to planet and vice versa. So how that'll work, we'll have to wait and see. But space travel is indeed confirmed. Um, and it wasn't just the galaxy; it was galaxies with over one thousand planets. Huge. This was a big surprise. I was not expecting that. I was when Same. he was, and, and the way Todd Howard did this, he has a way with words. He is an excellent presenter. Um, the way he was building this up, I was like, "Oh, cool! Every planet in the system—that's awesome!" And he's like, "And not just this system, hundreds of systems." Like it was a very, very clever the way they did that. And I was not expecting this at all. Um, I know a lot of people are worried that like a lot of these planets might be um, sort of maybe not populated or something like that, but it's like I feel like if you're getting one system that's completely curated and it has like, you know, a really good quest line and all that stuff, everything else is just bonus. So I don't really see that as a negative um, because yeah. I think a lot of us were just expecting one system, like a couple of different planets. So the fact that there's a thousand, like sure, everything might not be, every planet might not have some crazy, like white run style handcrafted uh, city, but I mean, mm. it just gives a lot of potential for modding. And that was the big thing that a lot of people were, who were positive <laughs> on the game brought up is like, if there's this many planets, you could have multiple like mods that don't conflict with each other that are total like campaigns that take place on entire planets or entire systems. Like the modding potential for this game is going to be absolutely huge because of how you it's coped. You know, the other thing, linking back to what we were talking about a little bit ago, like maybe that was the part of the original pitch of the live service was let's do this one system at launch and then, you know, go mm. system by system and continue to build out those systems over a period of time. So maybe right. we get the DLC for this game that will be like this system. Here you go. We'll flush it out and build it out a story for that. That's system. a good point. So, I didn't even think of what DLC yeah. is going to look like for this. And because that's something that Bethesda mm. does really well is they support a lot of their games with really like, that's something that Bethesda does not get credit for. Every single one of their games gets extensive DLC, whether it be Fallout 4 or Skyrim or Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas. They all get like four or five, at least hefty, like story add-ons with new campaigns and new missions and all that stuff. So I didn't even think about that, Dan. That's a really good point. Like, I'm sure that the DLC for this game is going to be awesome. Here are my two concerns, and then hopefully you guys can pull me back in. Okay. Because sure. the, as impressive as the game was, I have two, okay? All right. One, the narrative. In terms mm -hmm. of, of, of richness and, and engagement and, and quality, 
I still have no idea of what that's going to look. And and granted, like it's Bethesda, right? So we know like uh, it's it's an RPG. They write like enticing quests, and so a lot of it is built on like we've done great games before. Uh, that should mean that it should follow that Starfield is no different. But as like someone who is newer to Bethesda games, I saw nothing that was like enticing or or even talked about here in terms of narrative richness. And right. so I, I'm I'm scared that this is going to be a little bit lacking. So I I just don't know how what that's shaping out to be. When when you say a thousand planets, what does that mean in terms of like quests or, or side quests or something that it like that's really going to immerse me in in terms of like story and not just exploration and mining and resource gathering. So on that front, I just don't know. I if I had to bet, I would say that a like the quests, the main quest line, and even a lot of the side quests are only going to take you to like one system and maybe the neighboring three or four. I really don't think this game is going to have you jumping all over the place to a thousand different planets. I, I really think a lot of this stuff is there for just building out the universe and, and for the modding scene and, and maybe like Dan said, for future DLC. Mm, um, yeah. But I don't know. I, or- I Lore and universe building is the one thing Bethesda does really well. So now okay. that we're actually playing a game that takes place in an actual universe, I think that this actually has the potential to be one of their best stories if they can really continue that hot streak with like Skyrim again, like you take any one plot line or any one quest line in, in Skyrim and you can sort of like, yeah, this is, you know, this is pretty good. But the fact that you get, you know, 20 different, really good, really thorough quest lines in one game, it kind of, that's what makes Skyrim special. So I think that's, okay. that's kind of like what my answer to that is, is like, sure. The main quest line might not be, you know, death stranding, but if you have a bunch of like, if you have 37 out of 10 quest lines that all are really, that are all pretty good in one game, that kind of makes the whole game really special. And echoing Gage's comments also, I think, you know, those planets will be there for resources. Like you have to gather resources for your ships and all of your other things like in the world. So like, I think those planets will be there for that purpose. Kind of Mass Effect 2-esque. That was a really good comparison that you made. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mass Effect 2, you do a lot of that. You scan planets and then you get resources and you can even, I think you can deploy in certain areas on Mass Effect yeah. 2 on planets, but yeah, it's, yeah. And and maybe for the narrative thing, maybe not quests, but I do think like the 1,000 planets and the 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 expansiveness of the, this uh, game uh, can offer like a lot of water cooler moments like yes. for red dead yeah. 2 sure i won't go into that too much but there were like so many times where i'll just be exploring and then i'll come across this awesome like a little side story that wasn't a quest i didn't have to track down anybody but like some of my most memorable moments in that game were just just happened so i feel like something like this can totally have a lot of those moments where you're just exploring a planet just expecting to go get those resources that dan are talking about and then you just wind up upon this really cool story that you weren't expecting to run into my my thing with Reddit is like Rockstar went in depth to like make everything very specific for all those things. Like there is like a attention to detail that I'm again, don't know like what a Bethesda game looks like with over a thousand, like yeah. with Rockstar, like there's a finite yeah. space with over a thousand planets. There's just like not everything is at the same level. It will not have that level of detail for sure. I mean, like Rockstar is, is, is like Naughty Dog where they're just kind of in a league of their own, but I think Roshan's right with the water cooler stuff where it's like yeah. in Red Dead. He I remember I remember one time it's actually it's your most it's your most viewed video on YouTube, I think, Roshan. I'm not gonna spoil that cutscene. 
But you, oh, yeah. I remember, I remember you talking about that cutscene, and I was like, "Well, wait a minute, that's not how that scene played out at all." And you're like, "Oh, well, did you do these side quests in Saint Denis?" And I was like, "No, I didn't even see those." So that exact moment is kind of like that is what the entire Bethesda game sort of structure is built on is is those moments and sort of mm. and having those sort of different experiences, which is what I'm really excited for. So. I think Rashan, like that is, that is going to be a big appeal, and I think that's what they're banking on is is those water cooler conversations of did you go to this planet? Did you see this happen? Or I went to this planet and this happened. And it's like, oh well, I did this quest, and when I went to that same planet, this actually happened. Like that's the type of stuff that I think is going to be really exciting for this game. My my last and final worry. It's kind of also a question. See where you guys feel. How do you feel about the AI? Because I rewatched it and I wasn't completely sold and how the ai was like during combat there was one instance where like a soldier enemy soldier whatever like turned around and was like walking away from you and then the person shoots him that little little wonky but you know whatever yeah i i to me i just look at that and i'm like that's this is it's the creation engine starting to show its age like i think a lot of the animations specifically for like that weird crab thing that shows up in the first place i noticed all of its all of its like 15 legs were actually hitting the ground where it should and it was i was like this is really improved but like the actual ai as a whole i think is it, it is limited by the creation engine and it's mm. just sort of like it's showing its date um so or showing its age i should say um yeah i mean to me the combat just has to be fun i'm not looking it doesn't have yeah, to be sure. necessarily the greatest because i'm not really expecting that from a bethesda game but that's not necessarily an excuse like if the ai is bad then the ai is bad sort of full stop and i think that is totally a fair concern because ai has never been great in any in any bethesda game there's usually ways to cheat the system fairly easily and sort of like oh yeah. if you just stand in this corner you can just shoot this guy and he'll just stand there and do nothing about it and you can kind of cheese the entire <laughs> game like that so i mean that's definitely that's definitely a possibility for sure yeah and it, it, it's definitely part of the bethesda jank that they got yes. included in but yeah, oh, yeah. You're, I think that that is part of the charm of Bethesda games. Like you can get these really crazy and cool moments, kind of like what Ro was talking about, the water cooler moments. Like that could be as simple as like the AI doing something weird that you don't expect because, you know, <laughs> there is that weird jank there. So Right. Yeah. As long as it's not broken jank, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's a certain level cool. where it's like it's it's charming and like part of the experience that yeah, I'm thousand sure. percent. Yeah. Yeah, Starfield's shaping up to be pretty cool game and so it's looking like it's living up to a lot of people's expectations and dreams and i'm really hoping it's it it launches and it's, it's coming to game pass so i'm really hoping it's great so and you know what one final shout out is that this seems to be like in terms of tone this seems to be bethesda's most mature game which is what i was really surprised at as well because you have you have follow which is very tarantino very like uh tongue-in-cheek humor kind of balls to the walls parody of american you know bygone era you have skyrim which is high fantasy and like just like (laughs) out there whereas this yeah it's this looks very intriguing from a tone from an atmosphere standpoint like i'm really i'm really interested to see how this how this shapes up i'm very excited personally for starfield yeah heck yeah well that's gonna do it for us which i think now would make me the longest episode running but hell yeah not me anymore (laughs) so you you walked us through that masterfully. I looked at this and I'm like, that is a lot. If of I was hosting so, this fucking yeah. episode, <laughs> then we would be I done was... at like eleven o'clock. Yeah. I just so. wanted to also. I just wanted to shout out Croc real quick in the chat in the Twitch chat because we haven't checked in on him, but he is excited to play uh, Starfield as well. Very Hell excited. Yeah. So thank Heck you yeah. very much for joining and us.
I'm going to play it as well. So, yeah. you know. It's coming to Game Pass. Why not? You're Why not? A brand new Absolutely. AAA experience and it's coming to Game Pass. 51 games covered. All of them coming. Sorry. 49 coming to Game Pass in the next 12 months. Absolutely insane. Yep. Stellar work from Xbox. Thank you to everyone joining us live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you, Ro. Thank you, me. Thank you, Gage. Dan, hope you're enjoying your vacation. And this has been Podcast PXN, and we are Audi. Much. Oh, sorry, Dan. Please say it. You know the words. <laughs> Much love and keep on. Keep on game. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, I have to end the stream. See you, everyone. <laughs>